0: Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Smith. Welcome to another episode of the Biblical Business Leaders Podcast. Excited to be coming back at you for the second week in a row. I know I took a Quite a bit of time off in between the the last podcast I did and the one before that. So excited to be coming at you with a couple different episodes, and I've got a bunch more ideas as well. Uh, thanks to all of you in the Facebook group that did respond with different ideas that you'd like me to cover. Uh, this this one this week is going to actually be from a topic that somebody suggested in the Facebook group, and it's going to be on servant leadership. So excited to be able to talk to you about that, and also really we'll get into it more in a minute but this is something that has recently become more and more popular in the last 40 or 50 years but the bible really covered it about 2000 years ago so uh, pretty exciting uh, to see uh, you know how many different things today that are talked about as ways to lead or how to run your business that really do stem from the bible uh, both in the old and in the new testament so uh, I'll get into the, more of that in just a minute. For any of you that are new or haven't joined our free Facebook group, go ahead and you can click the link in the description, or you can head over to Facebook and search for Biblical Business Leaders there. Once you answer a couple questions, we'll admit you into the group. Uh, and it's a great place for us to help each other along, the fellowship post questions, and get responses from a bunch of different people. Uh, So I really appreciate your participation there and uh, being a part of it. And also, if you haven't reviewed the podcast, that's how more and more people can uh, be exposed to the podcast and get the word out. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts and just leave your review, I'd really appreciate that so that more people can uh, jump on board. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. So I always started off with a prayer, so let's start that off now. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the opportunity for us to come together and learn from each other and have different topics that we can discuss revolving around business and the Bible and how they interact with each other. I pray that you uh, allow this message to to come through me from from you, that you guide my words, guide everything that I'm saying so that it is uh, all correct and accurate with how you would want it portrayed. Uh, thank you for everybody on this podcast listening now, and that will listen to the recordings in the future, and I uh, pray for your blessings over it. In Yeshua's name we pray, amen. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get into it. So like I said, the uh, topic at hand today is servant leadership. So uh, I'll just start off with the definition of what I found online of what servant leadership is. So uh, the phrase servant leadership, it was actually coined by somebody named Robert Greenleaf, when he used it for the first time, which I'm, you can't see this because this is an audio only podcast right now, but he used it for the first time, air quotes, in his essay that was published in 1970. Now the phrase itself might've been, uh, you know, used for the first time in 1970, but the actual topic itself has been around for thousands of years, as we'll see in the Bible here in a little bit. So the definition is servant leadership is a leadership philosophy in which the main goal of the leader is to serve. This is different from traditional leadership where the leader's main focus is the thriving of their company or organizations. So I found that interesting, just that that's the definition. It's pretty obvious that as a servant leader, your main goal is to lead through serving. But I would also say that the traditional leadership definition of where the leader's main focus is the thriving of their company or organizations is also a servant leader's uh, goal as well, right? And Really, the concept is that by serving your employees or your customers, that that will ultimately lead to the thriving of their company or organization. So obviously, the, uh, the two different, I guess, traditional leader versus servant leader, pretty much everything online is going to point towards you need to be a servant leader um, to be successful. And uh, I agree with that. But uh, I'll give you a couple different examples as well. So traditional leaders typically sees leadership as a rank to obtain, where a servant leader sees leadership as an opportunity to serve others. Traditional leaders use power and control to drive performance, where servant leaders share power and control to drive engagement. Traditional leaders measure success through output. Servant leaders measure success through growth and development. Traditional leaders speak. Servant leaders listen. And then traditional leaders believe it's about them, where servant leaders understand it's not about them. So I thought those were kind of interesting that that would even be called traditional leaders versus servant leaders. To me, a servant leader is just a leader. What I would think of in the traditional sense. Um, I know it's (laughs) traditional, but uh, I would think a servant leader would be what I would call a leader, where a traditional leader would be something that I would call a a boss, right? You've got somebody that's bossing you around, telling you what to do, only cares about the outputs, the numbers, and only cares about themselves. I wouldn't even call that leadership personally. But that's how it's typically delineated uh, online and in the world as traditional leaders, I would say are bosses. Servant leaders actually lead and serve and and try to push people forward. So then another thing that I found is the difference between the two manifests, manifests itself in the care taken by the servant first to make sure that other people's highest priority needs are being served. The best test and difficult to administer is do those served grow as persons? Do they, while being served, become healthier, wiser, freer, more autonomous, more likely themselves to become servants? I thought that was a really good way to think about it um, because if you're you know, working in your organization and you're you know, in charge of other people, the ultimate goal should be to raise those people up, to help them become leaders themselves, to help them grow and prosper and become better people versus if you're, uh, you know, a boss, a lot of times it's, hey, you need to get these things done, you need to get these turned into me, Uh, you need to get these things, your numbers accurate, or I guess better, (laughs) let's just say that the numbers should always be accurate, but uh, you need to get the numbers better. Uh, So that's kind of the difference there is you are looking to raise other people up through the way that you are leading them through the way that you are managing them, versus delegating things to them and having them the employees just do what they're told and not try to have any autonomy in their their lives or their careers. Um, there are a couple other suggestions that I found for embodying servant leadership. So, in some of these, I might actually disagree with a little bit, but uh, because. I believe that it's easy to get it mixed up servant leadership with also kind of being a doormat, right? Of allowing people to walk over you and everything that the other people want is what you should be doing. There is a, uh, an aspect of this to where you need to be able to say, yes, this is good for me to do. And no, this is bad for me to do. And one of those is just striving to understand other people. I think that At a certain point, yes, I agree with that. But at another point, it can be detrimental if you're just really trying to understand somebody else so much that it pulls your attention away from things that need to be done. In addition, the other thing that I saw in here that I kind of disagree with is doing whatever it takes to help people win. Um, Now they explain it as in that situation, they don't work for you, you work for them. Uh, But doing whatever it takes to help people win can also be dangerous as well. So those are two of the things that I didn't really agree with whenever I was looking up some of the servant leadership stuff. You essentially don't want to just let other people walk all over you. Um, that's the risk you run when you're trying to be more of a servant leader versus, uh, you know, more of a boss or something. Um, so I would just caution you on that if you're looking to be a servant leader, but what we'll get to here in a little bit is that ultimately being a servant leader comes down to serving God first and caring about that relationship first and foremost, and everything else kind of falls into place. Now, from a biblical perspective, there's a couple different verses that I found, and there's tons of them all over the the Bible that talk about, maybe not directly, but indirectly about being a servant leader and a a good leader for your organization or your people uh, that you're in charge of. But uh, in Matthew 20, 25 through 28, this is what Jesus said about leadership. But Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people. And officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many." So that, that's pretty clear, the definition, right? Uh, the first half of that is talking about rulers of this world, lording it over other people or over their people. And to me, that's, that's what I would typically call a boss, or in this case, would fall under the traditional leadership style. And then the last half of that verse uh, literally says you must be the servant, right, uh, if you want to be a leader. So that is servant leadership in the Bible. And then the next one is a a great story in John 13 uh, about when Jesus was washing washing the disciples' feet. And I'll just read the last few verses in that chapter. Uh, When Jesus had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. So that's also very clear um, that... Not only was Jesus serving the disciples and doing that, but he was also teaching them the lesson that, hey, you're going to be doing this too. And that if you want to raise up other leaders um, underneath you, then they need to be serving other people first, first and foremost service. Now, there's plenty of other examples in the Bible of servant leadership being better than traditional leadership. You know Moses and the Israelites, all of the disciples in the New Testament. Uh, I would even say David. Uh, if, if you look specifically at the story of David and Goliath, nobody wanted to risk their lives to try to fight Goliath, and David, David was me first, right? Hey, he, was, he was the one that wanted to go out there and do that. So, there's all of the different examples in the Bible that I've mentioned, plus more, where it talks where it talks about servant leadership. Now, it is a natural progression. Uh, like I said earlier, your first and foremost goal should be to surrender every second to serving God. If you serve God, everything else. Will follow from there. doesn't mean everything's going to be uh, awesome. It doesn't mean that if you're running an organization, you, uh, you know, you'll hit a point where you can just sit back on the beach and do nothing and just allow all of your employees to do everything else. What it means is that you're still going to be trying to serve your employees and trying to serve your customers, doing the best that you can to raise them up into uh, leaders, into uh, people that will eventually take over the company or, or help it to grow and scale even more. Because you want to raise up servants more than you want to raise up bosses, right? So some practical applications to kind of take away from this. This was just a quick overview of of servant leadership and how it relates to the Bible um, versus traditional leadership or being a boss. Some practical applications. Um, I would say be willing to take out the trash, right? Clean the restrooms. Do some of the dirty work. It doesn't mean that you're the one doing that all the time. But allow your employees or the people that are working with you to see you do those things. You know Some of the paperwork that you don't like, which I would say typically from a business perspective, yeah, you want to offload those tasks so that you have more time to do things that um, you, know, you should be doing. But I do think that it's important that at times you're at least willing to do the things that if an employee is gone for the day, you're willing to step in and do their work, even though... A lot of people might think that it's beneath you, right? Be willing to take out the trash, clean the restrooms, do some of that dirty work. Don't do it all the time. Don't spend all your time doing that, but be willing to do those things. Uh, The next one I would say is allow employees uh, autonomy to make decisions and trust them. Whenever uh, we onboard employees in our business, one of the main goals is we've got a four-week training program where each week we slowly and surely start Uh, Loosening the reins to where by the end of those four weeks, they're the ones in charge of it. And we don't have to worry about it anymore. We give them autonomy to do that task, to make it better, do it better than we did, and allow them to bring us suggestions, right? We're also looking for people, if they bring us employee suggestions that can make the process better, that can make it quicker, more efficient. We want to listen to them. We want to make sure that we're here to listen to them. Empower them to make those decisions in the organization. You know, if they have different changes that they want to make, as long as you're not 100% sure it's a bad idea, if if it's at least uh, somewhat of uh, a good idea that you can run with, you can let them see how it goes, right? You want to give them trust and empower them to make those decisions so that they feel like they can grow in the company, they feel like they have autonomy, they feel like they're appreciated and heard. Uh, That's all very important. Um, And even sometimes, if you think the idea will fail, as long as it's not a bad, really bad suggestion, uh, sometimes you just need to say, hey, yeah, go for it, you know, and, and let that process play out. If it does fail, then hopefully it's not a, a big issue. right? You, you want to be calculated in how you allow this process to work. You don't want to just let an employee you know, have a million-dollar mistake. But if it's something where you think, well, it's 50-50, it could work out or it could fail, um, well, mm-hmm. let's see what happens and let them do that because it at least allows them to know that they're trusted, know that they have a voice in the company, uh, and it also gets them thinking about more ideas that they can use to continue to better the company moving Forward. I also uh, personally like promoting from within as deserved. Uh, obviously, if there's a position in your company that you're hiring for that nobody would have any uh, <laughs> any background in, then yeah, you're going to have to hire from outside your organization. But if at all possible, if you're raising up leaders and managers and people are doing uh, some of the lower tasks and you're looking to outsource to a management or leadership position, definitely promote from within because that, that's you raising up more leaders in your organization. Um, and you definitely want to be looking out for other servant leaders, right? Just because somebody's really good at a job doesn't mean that they'd be the best servant leader. They might be great at crunching the numbers, but they don't help out the team. They don't uh, take out their trash whenever they need to. They, don't, they aren't willing to do anything to make the business better. So you want to look for the servant leaders that you can raise up in your company. And then lastly, I said this earlier, but uh, Jesus, whenever he was washing the feet uh, or washing the disciples feet and discussing servant leadership and leadership in general, um, he was not reduced to a doormat, right? He was still somebody that wasn't being walked all over. He was doing it out of love, out of service to God, and out of service to the disciples and other people. His his service was with purpose whenever he did those things. So like I mentioned earlier, you don't want to be the person, you know, always doing the worst jobs just because you want to show that you're a servant. Uh, but you want to make sure that you're willing to do those things if they come up Uh, and be the first one that says that you'll do it. And so the whole point is to make sure that you're training, modeling, multiplying your servant leaders in your organization, just like Jesus did with the disciples. So that's the podcast on servant leadership. Really excited to bring this to you and be able to discuss different ways that the Bible uh, already had this topic uh, discussed 2000 years before it actually became a topic in the rest of the world in the year 1970. So pretty cool to be able to, to see that. If you have any questions or anything else that you want me to cover revolving around this topic, post that in the Facebook group and we can all uh, work together on it. I'm happy to do a follow-up uh, podcast on this if, if needed, but hopefully this was helpful to everyone and I uh, hope you have a blessed week.